0: Hello, welcome to a new episode of tea Books and Stardust. The second one, My English today uh, will probably be crap, but I don't care. So Sky was fascinated by the by my flop 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 sounds. So I thought it would be a cool idea if I. Impress you with my favorite paper bags to show you my love for them and appreciation, and you understand why they are so awesome. So let's flop some paper bags. The first one is Libardugo's ninth house. That's an that's an easy flopper. Very cute. Very very subtle. Very very sweet. The second one is my current favorite floppy paperback which is the Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern. That one is so beautiful. It feels so good. It's like the perfect quality. And the third one I have for you is Iron Gold. Yes, that one is a monster. Again? Hoorah! It's very heavy and loud. Anyway, wasn't that fun? Let's get to the review. So naturally it's books here in Stardust. I don't I cannot say my own channel name yet. It's it's new. Give me give me some time. I will get used to it at one point. Otherwise I would just change the name. And at one point it might might just I don't know. I will just call it the Whale Club. Why not? Whale Club is beautiful. So friends, yes, I flop my paperback secretly at home when I'm sad, sitting alone. At night, and I and I have lost all my hope for the future. Then I go to my bookshelf, I get a paperback, and then I just flop them, and I'm gonna be happy again because flopping paperbacks is so beautiful. Jesse DeRita made it into a poem. He is like he named it, flop it like a paperback, flop it like a paperback, flop it like a paperback, and then now you flop your paperback, and while you think about that, and then that makes you happy. That that's how it goes. I just love paperbacks, guys. Okay, you ready for a nice little review? I read Vicious Lacks last week together with the book club. I bought it at one point for, for a euro on Kindle and Lala took it with her from her library and Rain tried, I think. <laughs> And so, so I read that together, basically with with uh, Lala and Rain Just gave up, but I I read Vicious, uh, Vicious, and it was uh, awesome. So I thought, hey, we we need to talk about it. So get yourself some tea, and then settle in. I'm I'm gonna wait for you here. It was a joke. <laughs> just, just get your tea. Take me, take me with you for tea making. That that works too. Or you just continue with whatever you're doing anyway. So, Vicious. Vicious is an adult fantasy written by Ve Schwab. And it it was. I was very surprised when I figured out. Oh my god, it's adult fantasy. I thought. It was a superhero young adult novel. And at some point, I was like, I don't know, at page 60 or so, I just went to my friends and was like, guys, this is not a YA book. <laughs> um, I, I, Vicious was awesome. It was such a great experience. It was also a brain fuck, but it was perfect it was it was a really good book i i came out of the sarah j maas abyss and i i had like i'm not there yet but not reading vicious was really good because it's like high quality darkness and i think it was perfect to read in there's an insect why is there an insect there should not be an insect. It's a moth. What the fuck? Okay, so back to topic. Okay, so basically... <laughs> I, I lost the fret. <laughs> I don't care. Vicious, yes. So it was high quality literature. And it was dark and it fit the my depressive, quarantined state uh, where we are all going to... our anyway at the moment. So it was a good addition for this mood. If you are not on the bright like if you are sensitive to dark books, Wishes is not for you. If you like dark books, read it. Okay, so what is wishes about? That's that's the big question, right? And Schwab wanted to take a closer look at good versus evil she wanted to break through this black and white paradigm you have about good versus evil because it's boring a long time ago you always have the hero and you have the villain and it's a way how we explain our lives right since the greek you have the hero epos and like that's that's one kind of storytelling but i but i think in fantasy we we want to explore more we want to see more right so schwab took that and she i think she she used superheroes because it was like the simplified version of this hero epos you have you have the good one versus the bad one it's all black and white it's stereotyped to no end, good is always winning, bad is always losing and the, the lines are clear. She broke that up and just made everyone evil. <laughs> that, that was the point of this book. So, so let me try to explain what the book is about. You have two characters, Ellie and Victor, and they're both medical students. They are supposed to write their a thesis in college. And then Ellie is like has this idea of writing about extraordinaries, short for EOs. How he came up with that, we have no clue, but he wants to write about that. And Victor is interested, and then he suggests, you know what? Let's let's experiment about that. Try, let's let's try to become Eos as in see if we can get superhero powers And at the same time so this is like the setup from the past and at the same time you meet Victor who's currently at a cemetery together with Sydney 10 years later digging up a curb corpse after he broke out of prison. At the beginning, you skip back and forth. You have this push and pull between the past, exploring what Ellie and Victor did, and the present, what Victor is currently doing. And you want to understand why exactly Victor is on the cemetery digging up a corpse after he came out of prison and why he is doing that. And it's It's gold, guys. The tension is real. You have always this push and pull between past and present. And at the same time, you also have the push and pull between the characters. I think what really got me into the novel was the point when I learned about Ellie's and Victor's relationship. It was so fascinating. You are always trying to figure out if Victor deservedly went to prison. What went wrong? Did he turn evil? Is he now evil? What about Ellie? What's he doing there? And you see it all from from Victor's perspective. Most of it is from Victor's perspective. And uh, later on, you're also going to meet Sydney and Serena as additional characters. Basically, Ellie fucked Victor over, and Victor is out for revenge. He wants to get back at him. Me and Lana went so far; we started to psychoanalyze Ellie and Victor, trying to figure out their brains and why they're like that. And it was and is the most refreshing relationship between those two I've ever seen it's mind-blowing at, at one point I was just like you know guys if you've just started to make out in in college we would not be here it would be the perfect book you know it, it was anyway the perfect book but I, I I I never wanted to read an lgbtq story so badly <laughs> It was so horrible. It was I I I don't know. I was so attracted to the relationship of these both guys because there was so much tension between them and electricity. It was such a deep hate. And I think that the most fascinating for me was the Victor was jealous of Ellie. Ellie is like the the nice guy who gets everything perf- perfect and then you have Victor and he comes always second and he's so jealous of Ellie. When I read that I was like I think I have never heard of a main character who is jealous of their friend and It was a motivation drive for that character to do things. The only one I remembered was Malfoy from Harry Potter, but he is a villain. Villain. And isn't that surprising that although we are constantly driven by jealousy in everything we do every day, no one has ever explored the topic or written a book about it. The only jealous characters you have are those that you do detest or not like. But I'm constant, I'm even, I'm jealous of my friends sometimes. It, it does things to me. Or when we are mean to each other, it happens because we are jealous. And it's because we are lacking as humans. And I think I've never seen another book who tried to explore bad emotions and explained because you have these bad emotions, you also take these actions. And that's normal, demystifying it and and breaking up this black and white thing. And that's so tempting about this book, which makes it so exciting. The next awesome thing I want to talk about is writing. Beside having these powerful relationships, this exciting question about what is bad, who is bad, what is a hero? What is a villain? You have perfect writing. And I was addicted to this writing. You just fell into it. I brought you an excerpt so I can explain it better. The moments that define lives aren't always obvious. They don't always scream latch. And nine times out of 10, there's no rope to duck under, no line to cross, no blood packed, no official letter on fancy paper. They aren't always protected, heavy with meaning. Between one sip and the next, Victor made the biggest mistake of his life. And it was made of nothing more than one line. Three small words. I'll go first. He had thought about it in the car on the way back from the airport. When he asked, why not? He thought about it as they ate lunch. And then as he walked around campus, finishing his coffee thought about it all the way back to the residence halls and the upperclassmen's apartments beyond them. Somewhere between the third and the fourth tumbler, the question mark had become a period. You see, it was it's not flowery writing. She's not using overly exertive prose, but it is beautiful in her descriptive way. There was this 2006 Marvel movie which is a lot of black and white stuff. And they added these animation scenes. And I think that's what the writing reminded me of. In its simplicity, it's so beautiful. You have all these images directly in your head and you can just follow through. It's not distracting, you just fall into it. It's like going a straight road and then you reach your goal. And then you're like, oh yes, I, I'm here. You can just fall into it, run with it. I really loved the writing. I knew that Schwab had good writing, but in, in Vicious, it was so to the point and supported the, char- the story so well, that it was just such a joy to read. Even though it was sometimes... Very heavy, like the story was heavy. The writing got you through it, it it explained well, it just guided you where you needed to go and um, you explored it with the writing. There are not many books where I am constantly fangirling so much about the writing. When this one, it was very special. To sum it up, Vicious is a heavy, dark book But its very own experience i'm not into superhero uh, novels i i stay clear of them i'm i'm really not into marvel or dc comics it's it's um, not of any kind of interest to me normally but i found wishes to be so special in the way of the storytelling and the characters that I think if you like dark stories and you're a character-driven writer, writer, you should definitely try this book. It's nothing you've read before. So check that out. Uh, I hope you liked this episode and I'm gonna see you soon. Bye-bye!